Hi, so welcome to This is Moonland's second episode. For today's podcast, we're going to have Kieran. Maybe if you have been following us along the journey, you have seen him in all of our Twitch streams. He's kind of like the glue to everything and you're going to get to know him a little bit better in this episode. So yeah, just stay in this episode and get to know everything that Kieran does. Hi, Kieran. Welcome to the This is Moonland podcast. Every Friday, we get to watch you giving all the fun updates about Moonland, but this time we want to hear about you. So first, I would like for you to tell us a little bit about of your story, your career, and everything that has to do with Moonland. Welcome. Thanks, Daniela. Uh, glad to be here. All right. So yeah, I mean, in the beginning, I kind of like give a brief story about like what's your career been like, but I would like you to go like further in detail, like what has been your career prior to Moonland and everything, and then you can jump in the details in like how you end up working at Moonland and everything. Yeah, for sure. Well, before this, I worked in the games industry in Vancouver for going on 12 to 13 years. I took a short break in between, did a bit of traveling, and I came back and worked some contract jobs before attempting to run my own business and learn the insides and outsides of that. I moved to a small town and I did a 3D printing business for a, a short stint. I learned that I don't really like running all the aspects of a business and I much rather be inside the computer creating the art. Uh, during this time, I created my own short uh, VR simulator game um, based off of a webcomic I run called Space Monkey's Grand Adventures. Uh, you can check that out on Instagram, just Space Monkey Stories. I worked a bunch of contract jobs in between and was actually, it's a funny story, I was running a Facebook group in town and someone who we both are into technology but had never really met properly reached out to me and noticed that I was a 3D artist and I'd worked as a lighting lead. So I used to work at EA Sports. Um, I worked at United French Games and a couple other little tiny indie studios during cell phone games uh, in the late 2000s, uh, 2010 to 2020. And he took a look and he said, hey, we're a company that's just starting out. And we have this idea for a game based on the moon. And we need to hire someone that knows about video games. So. They reached out and found me, and I started discussing with the, the company, uh, TechLit, about what steps we need to do going forward. Uh, they'd already hired a concept art team, which we have now our own in-studio concept art team. That was one of the big suggestions. There's a lot of companies out there right now building kit bash games, which it's fast and effective, but it's really hard to manage in the long term. For one-offs, for things like, let's say, uh, any two-dimensional puzzle game, like on a phone, that's fine, because that's all you're building. But when it comes to something that's a single-player, even 3D game, or when it comes to something like Moonland, which is uh, a multiplayer social game, you, you need to plan a little bit farther ahead. So I was brought on in the beginning, and we've since then formed a team and now we stream on Twitch with uh, everyone showing off what we're doing. Uh, 
depending when this podcast comes out, this Friday, the it's the first week of August, uh, twenty twenty two, and you can find our Twitch stream. We'll be showing off the first uh, full three D multiplayer uh, demo uh, live on Twitch. So I hope you guys all tune into that. And even if the podcast like ends up like being released later, you guys can go and check out like every single episode of every Twitch stream on YouTube. So anyway, go and check it out. And every Friday we have a brand new Twitch stream. So okay, if you're talking to someone who knows nothing about this gaming world, um, and we know you're the art director of Moonland, like what would you say being an art director of like this video game entails? Being the glue that keeps the art together. <laughs> Um, right now I'm wearing a couple hats. Uh, I'm also, I'd say, lead developer on the game. So I'm doing a lot of the uh, logic, which is basically how things work in the game right now. So we have our good friend Brandon, who will also be on this podcast, I'm sure, in the future. He's handling a lot of the networking side of things, but I've been working a lot on the way the character moves, the way the character jumps, the way the character runs... And part of my job is taking art from our lead artist and anyone she's working with, compiling that and taking the tech from Brandon and compiling that together into our game. So right now, because I'm the lead, I'm the master of the builds, you could say. What a build is, it's when you build a video game, whether you use an engine or you build it from scratch, you have to compile all the bits and pieces together into something that's called a package, which when you install a game, that's what you install. So for other people to play it, I'm in charge of grabbing every piece right now, putting it together, and then packaging that so that we can test it. I'm also 3D modeling a lot of the, the props and side objects. I've kind of passed that off to Alicia because she's our lead 3D artist. And any of the networking stuff now Brandon is handling, he will also be doing like, if you walk up into a door in a game, and you open the door, there's actually code that makes that door talk to the player. And so when the player gets close enough to the door, it can open the door. But that's a lot of the stuff that goes on behind the scenes that no one sees. It's kind of boring. But the exciting stuff is our art. So for me, it's gluing that art together in a way that is going to impress the viewer. Um, my background is in lighting a lot. So I really know how to draw the player's attention uh, into where we're going. I also wrangle the art uh, concept artists because they have a tendency to uh, sometimes go wild with their imagination. So if we don't keep them on task lists, they seem to uh, vary into other dimensions of art creation. It seems like being, I mean, I know you have a bunch of work to do, <laughs> so you're literally the glue and well that brings me to my other question that is like um what differs moonlit from any other work you've done in the past like what are your main challenges which maybe there are a lot with all the work you do the first main challenge was getting a team together i didn't suspect that to be as wide of a challenge um Previously at companies, I've been involved in hiring, but none, none of the back end of that side of things. Just go to an interview, talk to someone, and then kind of uh, judge if they're a good fit for the team, give them a bunch of questions, or is their art up to snuff for what we need, or are we going to have to train them up a lot more? Uh, that was more difficult uh, in today's day of the post-COVID era. It was hard to know where to reach out first. Before, you'd have a pile of resumes on your desk, but now you actually have to search out for employees. 
I'd say Moonland differs also in its vastness in the new. We are creating something that not only involves a battle arena style of game, but also a battle social arena style of multiplayer, where we want to bridge the gap between the concerts in something like Fortnite and the gameplay, where they're kind of together. It's a challenge there to keep some of the gameplay in its own pockets of life, for sure. Uh, another challenge I would say would be that Moonland is, in its imagination, huge. So we want to build uh, a world, people that can own property, build their own games, and eventually just have their own little space in the metaverse. Uh, we've talked about storefronts and all sorts of things. So I'd say the challenges are that we're dealing with a lot of the unknown. That's for sure. I mean, even for me in the marketing side, like, if you were to explain, like, bringing all this metaverse stuff into the into gaming and everything, if you were to explain to someone what is Moonland, how would you explain it? I know it's a hard question because Moonland is a lot of things, but that's kind of like... I, no, no, it's not. I skirt around the topics of cryptocurrency and, and NFTs. So we, we can maybe touch on that a bit. We have a lot of things we're preparing for the audience to do with how NFTs work in the game and how they don't work in the game, how they can work outside the game. We'll get to that in time. But Moonland itself is a social multiplayer. The next generation, for the audience that can't see the video, the internet is going to be in your glasses. Uh, and to build for that is to build the 3D worlds kind of like cities on Earth, where you can go between them and you're not competing. Right now in the games industry, there's a lot of competition. Who can build the best soccer game? Or football, if you're called football. Or who can build the best basketball game? In the future, it'll be, let's go watch a game from EA, and then afterwards, let's go watch a game from uh, like Activision, right? Uh, it won't be a competition. You can go play those games or sit on the uh, stands and watch them if you want. So the metaverse is going to be a joint group of all these different dimensions. So Moonland is planning for that. We're taking into consideration that this generation of uh, metaverse games is kind of like the early Yahoo chat rooms, the, the early era of chat rooms, the MIRC era of the internet where people could first communicate together. Well, now you're first going to be able to dress up and be yourself in uh, a 3D world and jump into other 3D worlds alongside yourself with our partner uh, programs. Well, that's really exciting. And um, I mean, we've talked a lot about like the long-term vision of Moonland and everything. Like, you know, in this industry, everyone wants updates, updates and updates. So just to give them what they want, what it's kind of like your vision and what can people expect of like Moonland in the short term? So I want to I wanna bridge two gaps here. There's a lot of, a lot of people want, the audience always wants, but I think there's one main company that a lot of the games industry looks up to and that's Valve who runs Steam. One of their core aspects to their their company is keep the levels low so the levels of management stay minimal keep people professional but also keep things top secret so there's some things about moonland that we're gonna share over time but for me my goal for moonland is to gain an audience and build a game for them so from our ships to our mechanical mechs to our pets we want to tailor each one of these we're designing it but we want you to input on our design 
for how you like what we're doing or not like what we're doing. We really want to gauge the community's reactions so that when we do put this in VR, when we do put this on mobile or in the web, we've already practiced and tried and proven that our builds of the game are what the players want. Yeah, and anyway, like, even though there's a lot of top secret stuff, this is kind of like the reason why we're doing this podcast, why we're doing the Twitch streams. We're kind of like building with our community and listening to their inputs. <laughs> not going to say doing everything, but like... I'll share what we've shared on Twitch a lot. Uh, the, the main, uh, I guess, a, a, a mini roadmap is we're working on a battle arena. So it's the Moonland Battle Arena, code name. There'll be a new name coming. And it's basically 10-player crater headbutting battle arena. We'll have jetpacks, lassos, spring boots, and power punches. Like we have on our characters, we have attachments to wear on the wrists and on the feet and on the back. So you'll actually be able to, if you win matches, you'll gain credits. And we'll have different gaming modes like capture the flag, uh, free for all, insta death, insta kill. Like we, we have a lot of, uh, of that coming down the pipe right now. And that's what a lot of people will be playing right away. Our goal with that is actually to show off our first city, which is going to be where the first NFT gallery exists, where the marketplace exists, and a lot of where the kooky like, NPCs you're going to meet, and also all your quests are going to be from the city. So as people are playing the battle arena, we have a couple crater levels that they're going to level up to, and the closer you get to the city, the farther in time we're going to show you Mulan's development. We've shown off on our Twitch stream a lot of the early 3D assets, so that's what we're basically doing. We're working on that stuff, uh, and for the short term, I think before December, you're going to be able to play both the battle arena and the city exploration this year. And something really important to add that I probably repeated at the end. It's if you want to be a part of this, I want to be one of like the first ones in trying this demo side and everything. You have to join our discord, follow us in every social media. <laughs> Just had yeah. to like put that in. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, you were talking about like kind of like your role is like being the glue and you were saying that's kind of the boring side of things which i think it's the complete opposite i love like learning from you and listening like all like the creative process i i really think and i think people think it's like super fascinating seeing how it starts in concept art and then you guys start like modeling it then brandon jumps in with the code like I, i think it's fascinating like how like it ends up being like a bunch of artistic people just making this happen yeah. so like in that note i was i really wanted to know like how would you like how does the idea ends up being the final product like in like the first question would be like in what part of the process do you get involved and kind of like giving a brief explanation of like what is the creative process of building this so i'm the guy you blame if you don't like how things look the creative process is we start with ideas It takes more than one person. We usually bash it out in a room with a whiteboard. Some studios actually, they go out and buy a bunch of Lego and they get people to just play with Lego and listen to classical music like Beethoven, Mozart, because it starts the, the, the imagination going and it really does help. So just playing with things and doing things. We go out for lunch, we get out of the, of the studio and we come up with our concepts. I was brought on I think four months into Moonland's first initial concepts. Last week, you guys talked to Mike. He had the concept and it came to him while he was staring at a rocket ship. And that story inspired me. I heard that from our coworker, Danny. He inspired me to take on the ideas that he had and 
I have worked in games for a long time, so some things are hard to do. Some things are not hard to do. But hard is does not mean you can't do it. It just means you need either more people or more time. So my job is to first siphon through ideas from everyone and hold them in a bucket and then present them and say, this is what I've taken from all these hundred thousand ideas. This is our thousand ideas. And then we go back and forth and back and forth with that. We draw some little sketches and then we contact the concept artist and say, look, we have an idea. Can you put it on paper? The concept artist right now, our two concept artists are incredible. I'm sure you can find their social media on any of our links. They are hard workers and amazing artists. So I just tell Matt to draw a pumpkin, say, and he'll take it on. And I'll say, no, I want it at nighttime. And we'll work back and forth then on a piece of concept until it looks like something I I feel, this is a, a side tangent, but I feel like if you want to describe most visual artists in a way, you can say they have a, a synesthesia to colors or a synesthesia to shapes. So that's like the brain has a feeling to shapes and a feeling to colors at an extended amount. Some people have a synesthesia where you can hear sounds, but I think most people have a, a lower level synesthesia. So we work together with Matt to get that feeling inside that concept. And then I ask them to draw it a bunch more times in a bunch of different angles. <laughs> and Brenda, I say, just draw it in a bunch of angles because our job is then to prototype with 3D. We start almost always with a sphere or a cube or a flat plane. And then you pull parts of it and move it kind of like digital clay. So I take his drawing, I take them all, I put them in a big canvas in 3D and I go in there and I move parts and I look around at them and I, I try to like sculpt this thing so it's nice. Now that we have Alicia, I toss that off to Alicia to polish and really she has an expertise with the way things work in 3D. It's called edge flow. So she takes that up and then we stop and we look at it and we all talk about it. And if we have to go back to the concept stage, early on in Moonland, we had a different team of concept artists and they were great, but their art was very flat and it was hard to get the three dimensions of it. So we went back and forth a lot with them. And I've shown on Twitch the different 3D models that we've come up with for the different characters over time. When I have a little bit of time, because we're getting to a very, we, we've already finalized our look now. But when I have more time, I'm going to do a video of the progression of our art and the concept so we can show that off and we'll, we'll post it on YouTube for everyone to see. But until then, just trust me, we've come a long way. Our 3D models have gone through many revisions and our concept art too. Even from when Matt came on, uh, his work has changed and we pulled up like a lot of different references. I think when I first learned lighting in, in for video games, it was like, I don't want to see any of your work until you show me the reference you used. That, that like, I don't want to see it. I want you to show me the references because the human mind is not capable of visualizing what light can paint. So like what light can paint in the like the beauty of beautiful pictures if you don't give people references they have a hard time getting there uh, but once you get references you can see the extra details and you can mimic them so we go back and forth between the references the concept art and the 3d model until we're satisfied um then it goes to the stage where we take that model like our character and we have to put it in the game and that's a whole bunch of other mumbo jumbo i won't get into right now you can follow us on twitch if you want to see how it's done but it's a a lot of uh programming and things called rigging and skinning and we make the character move and there's animation and texturing and shaders and materials and building environments so a lot goes into building that final game piece but it all comes from the same spot 
the same core steps, the characters, the environments, the visual effects. We haven't even got into that with uh, our concept artists, but the visual effects, how things explode, what even dust looks like, has to be concepted first, prototyped, developed, and then finalized, and then we use it in the game. But the thing is, sometimes you put that stuff in the game and it doesn't all work together. But you really don't know that until you put it in there. Lots of games. Yeah, it's like anything, right? Until you finish your first painting, you don't really know how to paint. Yeah, you gotta risk it. I mean, and, and that's like, to what what were you saying? Like the, the importance and the challenge of really finding a good team where you kind of like get in this workflow, creative workflow that you're able to, I, I feel like you guys are like literally like flowing. So so yeah, I, I feel like it's fascinating and it's super exciting for me to put this out and show people like what all the, because most of the people even me before like starting to work with Moonland like I didn't know like all the hard work and like creativity and people that it took and hours <laughs> for putting this together so so yeah it's it's really exciting to to put this out and and I like thank you like this explanation I think people are, are gonna love it and um, I mean if you want to see further definitely like um tune in in the streams um and yeah I I I think that's that that was amazing and and I really love how you describe what you do with Moonland. And well, I think this would be it for today. Um, if you guys want to like go and check Kieran, Kieran's work out, um, you should definitely go and see the tweet streams, check our social media, all of our social media accounts. It's Meta Moonland on Twitter. It's This is Moonland on TikTok, on Instagram. And yeah, where, where can they find you if they want to go exactly for Kieran? They're like, I don't want to go for Moonland. I want to go check Kieran out. <laughs> That's that's up to them to detective. Uh, uh, WHZ. <laughs> if you look for WHZ as in Wiz, you can find me anywhere. But you'll, uh, uh, yeah. If you find me, you can message me and, and ask away. And anyway, like all of our social media are like flooded with Kieran's face. <laughs> literally, you are the face of our social yeah, media. Yeah, yeah. You'll, you'll literally find me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I'm just being cheeky. You, uh, you can find me at TechnoWiz on most platforms. Um, and Kieran uh, spelt the way. That's that's the hard part. People have a hard time spelling my name. Uh, but yeah, you can find me anywhere. Uh, I'm linked to Moonland all over. You can find us at Studio Moonland. That's the development channel we've been using. So message away if you have any questions make sure to join our discord for sure yeah that's where all the fun stuff is going to happen and where you guys are going to be able to get like all the insights and have the chance to play our demos and everything so well thank you so much it's always really fascinating listening to what you do ask about people to join our <laughs> join our social media and don't forget to tune in in our podcast <laughs>